What's up, guys and gals, fellow whiskey sippers? This is Whiskey Biz Podcast. And tonight we do have a special episode for you, or at least one of our bonus episodes. Uh, We will be doing a whiskey that is above the $30 mark. Yes, and depending on where you are, it's significantly above the $30 mark. But (laughs) it's also MSRP, not heavily above that. So, um, And just as a reminder, we are your favorite whiskey podcast. Don't forget about that. Um, We are also recording remotely again. If uh, you haven't listened to our last episode, yeah, um, we are recording in two different cities. Devo's in Phoenix. Two I'm in Upland. States. Yes, I'm in, I'm in Prescott. But oh yeah, that's right. That's right. My bad. I was trying to give you some like <laughs> secrecy. Oh, um, and Devo also forgot I, to I mention that we can uh, be a little offensive and uh, may not be best if your kids are in the car. Yeah. So uh, just be mindful of that. But if you've listened to a few episodes, then you know that, and hopefully either your kids are used to it or you don't do it anymore. <laughs> um, <clears throat> actually, fun story about that. I don't know if I told you guys. I don't know if I did this on a podcast. My uh, stepbrother listens to us, and his uh, he was listening to it, and his daughter walked into the room right as I said something about like pubes or pubic hair, pubic hair or something like that, and... <laughs> His daughter looks at him and she's 16. She looks uh-huh. at him and he's like, say hi to Uncle Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, that is just wonderful. So I'm hoping this doesn't happen often. But hey, if it does, let us know because we love to hear from you guys. So and without further ado, yeah, we love stories. Without further ado, we have Colonel E.H. Taylor Small Batch. It's kind of, you know, it's one of the allocated bourbons out there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to find, but if you, well, two, two reasons for doing this one. One, we want to do it because it's pretty hot commodity and uh pretty hot in the bourbon world, right? E.H. Taylor in general, uh, right. Buffalo Trace products. They're all pretty hot right now. <clears throat> now, the other reason was we wanted to give you a full review of it. So in case you are considering, hey, I'm willing to spend 80, $100 for the small batch. Well, maybe this will either sway you or give you a little more information into should you buy it. Right. That's that was kind of my mindset on doing this. I was lucky. Yes, I think I did. I kind of trump. I took over yours this time, but you'll come back next time with a good cask pick, I'm sure. Um, But we thought this would be a good one to do. I left uh, the one that I'm wanting to bring for it um, at home. So making sure I wasn't drinking it. (laughs) This is actually one. I've actually purchased four bottles of E.H. Taylor small batch. Um, one for a gift. Bottles, huh? I have three right now, but it was kind of hard to pass up. So when we did our, we recently went to Vegas and as I like, when I walked into the store, they brought out a box and put it on the counter and it was basically at MSRP. Or as far as I know, it was MSRP. It was $40 a bottle. Oh. which in California, the cheapest I've seen it is 70. So right. <clears throat> the bottle I have is seven, was $70, the original bottle. And then I picked up two at 40. So I figured, you know, it's, it's definitely a good sipper, but you know, whether or not it's worth the t- two times MSRP or even more potentially, hopefully we can, uh, we can break that down in this episode. Yeah, definitely. So again, we'll be e- able to. 
Yeah, Colonel E.H. Taylor Small Batch. Um, it is bottled in Bond, as I believe all of them are, except for the foolproof. <clears throat> right. I think, oh, Devo, you, you just picked e. up the single Taylor. barrel. Uh, what did I say? I did get, I think I did get the single barrel. And yeah. that one so, is bottled in Bond as well. Which, for those of you that haven't listened to prior episodes, bottled in Bond it means that it's 100 proof. It's also It also comes from one season. It is made, it, it's like thoroughly checked by the fdic i believe Mm -hmm. and they verify that you know it meets all the criteria that it needs to to be bottled in bond and it also has historical reasons we don't want to necessarily get into in the episode because we could talk for a long time and that'll take away from us shooting the shit so so it is distilled aged and bottled by old-fashioned copper distillery frankfurt kentucky um what else is on here? You have a little picture of E.H. Taylor, I'm guessing, the colonel. It also um, has a picture of the distillery on the other side. So you can see two Devo. The Yep. And yep. Um, bottled in bond. So it's 100 proof. And yeah, mm. not not much else. Bottles, bottles kind of like a wine bottle. Well, and I, and I was going to say that um, when you're looking for it, you're most likely going to see it in the yellow tube, um, which kind of reminds me of like a scotch. Um, just in terms of presentation, <clears throat> um, that's true. Yeah, which I th- I think the bottle almost looks a little bit more like a Glenfiddich. It does kind of look more like a Scotch. Um, yeah. I have a feeling they used a very similar looking bottle for a long period of time. The interesting thing to me with this bottle is it it's you know how when you look at most glass bottles, it's like perfect glass, right? This has like the bu- bubbles in it, oh, which okay. is interesting, and uh, so it's kind of an imperfect, imperfect bottling in essence. Mm-hmm. Which I, but, I, I think the few that I've seen bottles, like the actual bottles, they've had a little bit of the imperfections as well. So who knows if that's just their own characteristic that they wanted to stick with, or and who knows? Maybe they use like the same, like technique on making the glass i doubt it never mind i'm gonna (laughs) stop there there's no way but it's a cool bottle it is classy it is kind of unique because not a lot of distilleries use that type of a bottle has a very long neck it does have a cork top um which didn't fend well for me because this isn't the first time i've opened this one um but the the wooden top came off of it so that kind of sucked um just super glue man (laughs) i know i need to and that looks like what they put in there so right um so the pop's probably gonna suck too so we apologize about that but without further ado i'll give you the pop again please be mindful the top fell off so yeah not good yeah gave a little bad it it was a nice high pitched one to the the microphone for it to pick it up so so um Oh yeah, so it's forty dollars. I believe MSRP is forty dollars. Um, a lot of other places you'll find this for significantly more. I've seen it upwards of like one hundred and fifty dollars. Actually, I saw this one on uh, Offer Up. Someone was trying to sell it for one hundred and fifty bucks on Offer Up. On Offer like, Up, really? Hell? Yeah. Um, so it is definitely uh, a harder to bo- find bottle. If you can find it at, at at MSRP, I'd probably pick it up just because it is kind of hard to find and it's worth a try. 
even though we haven't done our review yet. So maybe hold off on that. Hopefully you're listening to this late anyway, and the liquor stores aren't open. And hopefully you're drinking with us. Yeah, definitely. We always would want to hear those type of stories too, that you're drinking along with us while we're uh, doing some tastings. Yep. I, yeah. I got the heavy, heavy Ethanol? nose tickle. Yep. Yeah. Dude, it like my eyes are watering, but it, it does smell like pretty traditional bourbon. I get the anise, yeah. get some ethanol, get a pretty decent amount of oakiness too. I don't know if you're picking up on that. Yeah, I was, I'm picking up on that. I'm there's there's one other scent that I haven't been able to really like <clears throat> figure out, but I I'm I'm getting the same stuff that you are. A decent amount of spice, um, kind of more of a, along the peppery side. Uh, anise does come through, um, but not super strong for the anise. No, it's not. I think it's a good combination of like peppery and anise um, on the nose. Now I don't know if you're getting this same thing or if it's just that I'm not. I haven't had as much whiskey this week or sniffed as much whiskey. Maybe I don't know, but it is literally, it's like, you know, when you sniff or when you have like wasabi and it like clears out your nose, this is going straight to like, I'm catching it back in like the back of my throat. Like that burn going through your nostril is, is pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. I can see where you're coming from with that though. It's kind of almost making it hard to pick up the scent. I can't get the sweetness. I don't know if it's like almost like a caramel. Yeah, there's there is a little bit of caramel vanilla. Um, not so much brown sugar on this one though. This one's kind of messing with me. I'm almost getting a slight um, minty scent. See, I'm not picking up the mint. I'm picking up oak. Uh, I'm picking up like earlier it was almost like a little bit of like a hay type okay of feel i could to see it that as well i could see that it did kind of t- it was kind of almost like a little earthy so i could see like maybe that's hay that i'm getting um but it's it's inviting for sure um it makes you want to try it and i'm i'm very excited i want to kill the blank space while devo's sipping oh man Okay. Wow. That is a good first sip. Um, You're not wrong. That, so I want to try to describe it this way, or I'm going to describe it this way. Hits your palate. Like you, you're, it, it's not a heavy burn on the palate. On the finish is where the um, spices come through. The heat comes through. Um, but it's very smooth on the palate. It's the finish that also kind of like opens up as well. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it actually makes your tongue kind of tingle more than most. More than most. Yeah. I would, I think the last time that we had bottled and bond that did that type of kind of tingly tingly was a uh, old tub. I could see that old tubs just not as well. Like, no, it's this not as to well me balanced. is. Ex- I was gonna say is, is a lot more balanced. Extremely well balanced. Um, it's actually making it a little hard to pick up the flavors. Yeah, like I'm getting not a ton of anise, maybe a little bit more peppery. Yeah, the peppery spice. Um, 
Not so much clove. I could see a little bit of clove in this, though, especially on the nose. I don't know what you I, think. I keep but... getting like, and I don't know if it's just that my nose is is uh, acting weird or what have you, but I keep getting like a like a raisin cookie um, scent. I'm getting a little bit of like like mid palate. Maybe a little bit of dried fruit. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little nutmeg in there as well. Yeah, I got a decent amount of nutmeg on that last sip. Um, yeah. And if you do, like, we try and describe it the best we can. The best way to figure out these flavors is to literally, if you have a Sprouts by you, go buy a little pack of it. I mean, if you don't do a lot of cooking... Just go buy a little pack of it, touch your finger to your tongue, put your finger in there, and just put it on your tongue and get that flavor. I mean, that that's what we hold did. Hold your nose up to the bag so you can smell it. And <clears throat> That's good for the smell, but the taste yeah. isn't always exactly the same, right? True, true. Um, and on that second sip for the sweet, I am getting a little bit more of like a brown sugar, to be honest. And I yes. think that's and and like you said, the dried fruit. So that's I guess why I was I was picking up like a raisin cookie type um, flavoring for it, like on on yes. the middle of the palate. Like once it's once once you um, once it goes down the esophagus and and the burn comes through, then it then that's a little bit different. The uh, the finish is actually still like I would say it's like a medium. Yeah, it's not a heavy finish. It's actually, I think this hits, to me, this hits like all the notes a bourbon drinker would want, right? Mm -hmm. Which is probably why it's also highly sought after. Yes. And people want it, so. But I also think like this could be good to give to a new whiskey drinker because it's very well balanced. It's not, like it's not harsh. It there, there are strong flavors in there, but they aren't harsh. Right. And like it doesn't all... tear your tongue apart. It doesn't really burn going down. Now, again, maybe our uh, our throats and esophagus are uh, <laughs> used to it. We got some calluses in there and stuff, right. you know, but um, all in all, I think, I mean, it's good. It is really good. Devo, can I, can I make a recommendation for the rankings or ratings? Mm-hmm. I think since as long as they're well, I think moving forward we have to do quarter points. I think we're gonna have to because I was I was like I swear I have like dreams about the podcast just like I do about work, <laughs> and I, it's just like you think about it. And it's like okay, we gave I gave Bullet a four, I gave seventeen ninety two a four. Like one of them is better than the other, but it's not good enough to be a four and a half. Right, you know what I mean, like. I think we, I think we almost need to, and like, it's hard. We couldn't say like, well, oh, I give this an 8.15 out of 10, you know, like that's, uh -huh. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I think originally the way that we were thinking of it though, was more of like, how are we going to be able to put it across on like, uh, Instagram and stuff, but now we don't even put our ratings until people listen to it. So. Yes, but I think I think we should go to quarter points. If you're down, I'm, I'm down. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. Because um, even the last one that we did, I was in between. You were in between. and Yeah, and we kind of fixed it because I was in the higher in between. <laughs> you were in the lower in between, and we just made it work. But right. yeah. But um, this is good. I don't know because I, I did a I did the swish. I don't know why I said I don't know. All I know is that it tastes really good. The swish wasn't super harsh. Um, spices come through really nicely, not overpowering. And um, like I know I've talked about that there is a, a burn or the ethanol comes through too, but it's not like uh, off putting. So for you to say that you know you wouldn't mind giving it to a new a new person. Um, I agree. I mean, I would give them obviously the super high proof ones that I have on the shelf first and then go ahead and give them this one and be like, all right, I'm, I'm just kidding. This one's better. <laughs> right. Right. You give them like, well, you know what you could do? You could give them like old tub and then this keep it a little cheaper instead of giving them like a $80 bottle for the, them to yeah. have a glass. And yeah, that's true. That's true. Which I think Old Tub is really good, but I think you have to be more of a bourbon drinker to truly enjoy Old Tub or some of the other bottled and low-cost bottled and bond bottles we've had. Like, you have yeah, to like have early, your palate. Early times surprised me. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I know Chris didn't, but that was because of butterscotch, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a butterscotch flavor. That one was good, too. It so was. It sounds like, and it seems like, best way to go is bottled and bond for newbies yeah you know i was on a i think i mentioned to you but the listeners may have not known i was on a uh, tiktok live and i was doing a dual live with zoolanderov really uh-huh. cool guy he's canadian and um so he spends half his time here and half his time in canada so he's able to get plenty of good bourbon here some uh-huh. of it he can't get in canada but he can still get a decent selection up there And he said, he brought up probably the best point I've ever heard. And he said, have you had a bad bottled and bond bourbon? So far, no. And I have not. I've had a good share of them. Now, you know, your higher end, if you're spending 40 plus dollars on bourbon, you're not going to have a bad one. You might be disappointed in it, but it's not going to be bad. But when you think of like the low cost ones, your Evan Williams bottled and bond Jim Beam Bottled and Bond, I think, was my least favorite of them all. But that one's or it's it's Jim Beam Bonded. Um but yeah. it's still good. Um, we haven't reviewed that one yet. We have not. Early Times Bottled and Bond, that's good. We haven't done Evan Williams Bottled and Bond either, which we need to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's we, great. It's like 14 bucks a bottle. I just saw a 750 of it for 28 bucks. I mean a uh, 17 uh, 1.75 for 28 bucks. What? Was that at Costco or no, is it a liquor store? Oh, okay. yeah. So keep. I was like, that, huh? shit. Like you could literally, like I wouldn't complain that, that drinking would, that. Be, I like that'd be a cocktail one too. You could. Um, early times. A lot of people use early times in cocktails. That's twenty four bucks for a liter. Mm-hmm. But you know, you look at these in an old tub, eighteen, nineteen, twenty bucks. Like they're good yeah. bourbons. Definitely. I honestly, ever since I've started drinking bourbon, like there are very few bad bourbons. What usually happens is if they're too young, it's not great. Right. And if they aren't, um, if they try to too much weird stuff, 
or, like some of like the, yeah. the maple bourbons or the like some of the flavored bourbons which they... we haven't dove into no and maybe we here. need to but i'm just i just to get don't... a little bit different perspective on it because yeah we're, we're so against it because i mean when my mom brought up the fact that she has a uh, jack daniel's fire i was like oh really mom like why and then i looked at the price and i was like okay that makes sense then right but it's like what, also, 18 bucks yeah for yeah for like the 1.75 um but she also likes to mix it with her uh diet dr pepper so i could see that um dr pepper and bourbon is actually really good if you haven't tried that but i think i'd like that more than coke and really whiskey and the coke. coke zero mm-hmm. well I, I prefer whiskey and coke zero over whiskey and coke but neither here nor there um sorry we went on a little bit of a tangent talking about that but dude i'm just here's what i'm gonna say about eh taylor i'm a little sad because it's starting to go away pretty quick because well you have four ounces of it i know but still yeah i get that i poured like half half so i had two ounces first and i'm getting down there I'm, i'm trying to be good okay is that is that your first two ounce pour? Yeah. So you still have two more ounces. Yeah. Then you're good. Yeah. There are a lot of good liquor stores in uh, Arizona. Yeah, and I especially saw... out in uh, Scottsdale. If you go out that way, uh, check out Dan the Bourbon Man. He's got some finds out there, bro. Okay. There's Sounds so many good. finds, especially Costco. All right. All right. And I know uh, you don't have a membership right now, though. No, my parents do though. Yeah. There you go. Just but um. Yeah, and there there was a, a distillery that started following us on Insta. By the way, I don't, I don't know if you saw that. Which one? Um, I know three I chords did. Three chords did a while ago. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, wrong, wrong one. Oops. Wrong Instagram. <laughs> I no, I went into the wrong app. Blue the distillery dog. Uh, yes. Is that a is that a dog or is that a uh oh the Thumb Butte Distillery oh yeah. in Prescott oh that's yeah. cool Are you gonna go so, check it out I'm gonna probably check it out over the weekend you should go or... you should go tell them be like hey you guys followed us yeah yeah, yeah. we'll I review would, your I would shit definitely go in wearing the merch which by the way is on our website go diva whiskeybizpodcast.com. Um, that's a great way to support us in multiple ways and i mean we we try and give you the best product as we can for the price and just so you know all of our products have shipping included so if you buy a shirt if you buy two shirts you don't pay shipping you just pay the cost of whatever the shirt is on there but it's a great way to support us in multiple ways because you give us you help us out a little bit monetarily now we don't make a lot off the shirts but it still helps us. And then it also helps promote our podcast because you're repping us. And we appreciate that. You know, we aren't out here trying to make millions of dollars, which it would be great. I don't think it's going to happen. But, you know, we want to give you the best stuff, best experience and best information that we can to make your bourbon experience better. Yeah. And it also helps with the show because those, uh, Excuse me, as you know, those will also go to the whiskeys and stuff like that as well. Yeah, so. yeah. So um, you can also support us through Venmo if you just want to send us a one-time 
some support one time. Completely appreciate that. And that's uh, Whiskey Biz is Venmo. Yes. PayPal, you can find us at Whiskey. You can find us at our email, which is whiskeybizpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and then you can also support us on Patreon. We have our three, five, ten dollar tiers and eighteen, twenty, twenty-two dollar tiers. Um, the eighteen dollar tier, you get a shirt with a special logo um, that will release either its special coloring or special a different logo that we haven't released to everyone else yet. Um, twenty dollars you get a shirt or a hat, and twenty-two dollars you get a shirt, hat, or hoodie or long sleeve. Um, and you can find us at uh, Patreon at patreon.com forward slash whiskey biz podcast. I know some people have tried searching it and they couldn't find it by searching. So it's either with that or <clears throat> with our email, which is whiskey biz podcast. Um, I don't think it comes up that way in Patreon. No, oh, is it? No, yeah. oh, that's the, uh, the PayPal. Yeah, just PayPal. Um, and then also you can support us by giving us uh, great reviews on Apple Podcast. We really appreciate that. Or just reaching out to us. We love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and uh, TikTok. Uh, there you go. I almost said Twitter. I almost always say Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> and we don't have a Twitter. We don't. Or, we aren't well, twats. We, I'm we, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, shit. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, TikTok and Instagram, it's Whiskey Biz Podcast. Everything for you guys is Whiskey Biz Podcast. That's what it is for everything. So um, whether it's our website, anything. Because yes. whiskey comes in casks. casks. Um, so <laughs> back to the review. The, I'm loving this bourbon. And I'm going to tell you two reasons why I love it. It has mm-hmm. great flavor. It hits all the things that I want. Right. Right. Has enough spice. Has enough of the... Um, Full bodiment, I guess yes. you could say, of, of a bourbon. Has a high enough proof. And I think the 100 to 110 proof is the hot spot for bourbon. Yes. for it's, it's the, To be it, able to be enjoyed and have as like a good sipper that you're, you know, not nursing. Or, I mean, you're you're fine with nursing, I should say. Yes. Um, I love barrel proof. But I think this is, it, like, the 100 to 110 proof is the best for sipping. Like, just... I could sip that any day of the week. Right. Barrel strength. Sometimes you just don't want 130 proof where, you know, it burns going down. You just want something nice, easy sipper. And in like a 40 to $50 price point, there are a lot of nice ones at 100 to 110 proof that aren't going to kill your palate and will also give you the flavors you want. Right. It's smooth still. I, I think that's a hot spot, really. I mean, obviously, with lower cost bourbons, that's not the case, and we tend to focus on those. But it's it, this is that's that's why I like this one. Um, I also think that this one is really good because I could probably, if I poured a nice glass of this, which is probably like two glasses for the average person, I could sit on this for about two hours. You know, like mm-hmm. you could you could just have a sip chat with somebody like this is a very conversational bourbon and you aren't going to be going back wanting more because there's enough flavor and it sits on your palate long enough and nicely that you don't keep reaching to try and like get things from it right it's all there and i mean it goes down so nicely too that um like you'll probably start to feel it before you 
you know, before other whiskeys of the same caliber, I guess. Well, I'll say this first. Um, this is the smoothest small batch we've had. I mean, I'm sorry. This is the smoothest bottled and bond we've had. Now, we have only... Have we done any other bottled and bond over $30? Not over 30 Okay, so there's the first reason. But like this, there's... I mean, Wilderness Trail has a very nice bottled and bond as well. Um, very tasty. But this is very smooth. It's it's tasty. It, it There's not much that you can go wrong with getting this bottle. Right. I do want to, before we start Nora topic, I want to talk about what price point you think you'd hit, but I don't want to start too early. But just to remind me, because as I go through like a second glass of this, I may forget. Right, right. Um, but before we get to what they have to say, E.H. Taylor or... Um, breaking bourbon. Um, like you were saying, it's definitely a good conversation whiskey. Uh, you could have the bottle out on the table, not feeling bad at all, having other people pour and all of that, because, you know, it's, this is definitely one where it's like, you're going to want to share it. it. It's not one that you're wanting to keep for yourself or just for good occasions or, or uh, what have you. This one is, is, I mean, outside of the fact that sometimes you can find it for only a hundred, like you can only find it for a hundred dollars, but. Yeah. Now, Devo, just to hit back on the tasting notes. So on the nose, we get a little bit of pepperiness, maybe a little bit of like brown sugar, caramel type flavor, sweetness in there. Um, Maybe a slight anise, some like corn ethanol type scents. And then on the palate, the palate actually follows very closely in suit. Yeah. Um, you get the peppery. You get a slight anise, but I don't think, I think the peppery trumps the anise, personally. You get some dried fruit in there. Sorry, that's what I forgot to say on the other. Um, they get some dried fruit on the, the nose as well. Um, you get the same in the on the palate. Like, it's a really very consistent between palate and nose. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what's nice about this one for sure. Um, you all, you kind of always want, or at least I feel that way, where you're gonna want it to go from the nose to your palate. You don't want a, a huge change or a huge um, swing in the flavoring. Well, it's nice when you you get what you expect, right? Yeah, like yeah, you you smell it smells good and it tastes good. Because there have been plenty that have smelled like shit and they tasted pretty good or they uh, tasted or they smelled great and they didn't taste great. So there's there's plenty of that out there. But yeah, I think it it hits all the notes that I'd want. I will say like sometimes you have that bourbon where you're like, wow, how is this that proof? Like this drinks lower proof than it is. I think this drinks to its proof. I don't yeah, think it does. Because you definitely get the ethanol in the flavor, but it's not harsh. But I, you can tell there's like I would never drink this and be like, "Oh, that's eighty proof, right? Ninety proof." Like I would expect <laughs> yeah. it to be around a hundred proof, right? Like there are right. no Especially surprises with the there. Ethanol that comes. I mean, we we initially talked about the fact that it was a tingling on the nose, so um, you know that the the ethanol definitely comes through. Completely agree. Uh, but 
Shall we get to breaking yeah, we bourbon? Can... I do have them well, up right now. Or I have Buffalo Trace up. Okay. Go for Buffalo Trace. And... So just to talk about the E.H. Taylor collection, just so you know all of the craziness that they have, right? So they have the small batch, which is basically their lowest cost bourbon, right? They have the E.H. Taylor uh, single barrel which Devo you just picked up and you said that was quite tasty as well, right? Yeah, that was that was oh man, that was really good. Now, um you paid 90 for that, right? Uh, I think it was a hundo. Okay, was it worth it? Yes. Would you buy it again? Yes. Okay. That's good. I mean, I feel like it, it, for you and me, the $100 bottle has to be pretty damn good for us to buy it again because there's a lot of good shit out there at 40 to 60 bucks. Yeah. Like I, I've had Jefferson's Ocean and I really like it. I think it's great, but I think it's more of a, um, like a conversational. Like the story's cool behind it. I don't love the bourbon at an eighty dollar price point. Right. Like I wouldn't buy it again. It's one that I'd buy once. Yeah, I get that. Maybe I'd buy it as a gift. Um. So then they have their barrel proof. Um. Which the barrel proof I've seen upwards of four hundred dollars for which is ridiculous. I've never seen it in MSRP. They also have their straight rye, which I think we both need to try and find. If you find it, let me know. Sorry, okay. I'm wiggling around. We'll My do. chair's like in a weird position. Um, E.H. Taylor Old Fashioned Sour Mash. Never seen that one. Um, the E.H. Taylor no. Warehouse Sea Tornado Surviving. So <laughs> that's an interesting one. So it like they had a batch that a tornado hit the warehouse and they had to, I think they brought out all the barrels outside. Really? As they were like fixing the warehouse. Oh, okay. So they sat outside and those were that batch, the warehouse C tornado surviving. Huh. So they didn't keep, not all of the bottles made it. Oh uh, yeah. <clears throat> so only some did. Um, so then they have the cured oak seasoned wood. I have not heard of those. Um, they also have the four grain, which is highly sought after, I believe, as well. And that one's very expensive because it's definitely a secondary market one. The Amaranth, haven't heard of that one. And then the 18-year marriage, I believe that's like a $2,000 bottle. So here we go. So the tasting notes. So Breaking Bourbon's probably going to have more tasting notes, but I did want to go through what uh, Buffalo Trace had to say. Okay. Taste of caramel corn sweetness. Ooh, I think that might be it. But caramel, we talked about that. Mingled with butterscotch and licorice. So there is some licorice. Now that I think of it, it kind of sits on my tongue a little bit, but not ton. Not a ton. Right, right. It, after it's more of a hint than anything. Agreed. The aftertaste is a soft mouthfeel that turns into subtle spices of pepper and tobacco. So maybe that's kind of like that earthiness we got. Maybe yeah, like maybe. some tobacco. I kind of want to take another sip and see if I see what they're saying. Uh huh. Yeah, and I, um, I mean, I'll I'll get to breaking bourbon, but they had similar stuff going on with it too. Okay, I can see the tobacco now. So their reviews: F. Paul Picoult's, holy shit, that's a name. Spirit <laughs> Journal rating five stars, highest recommendation. Okay, I mean it makes sense. Like, yeah, I mean, shoot. So this is actually kind of surprising you ready for this mm -hmm. 2020 gold medal san francisco world spirits competition fair right 2019 silver medal 
New York Sober. Spirits competition. Yeah, maybe what? there's different rankings. We need to have like they need to have like a breakdown of the rankings list, right? Yeah, and who beat them out? Kind of. <laughs> yeah, and like, is is there only one gold at some of these? Like, we know San Francisco has a double gold, which is like mm-hmm. their highest, and then they have like their best, right? That they mention. Um, 2019 silver outstanding medal at Whiskies of the World. 2019 silver medal North American Bourbon and Whiskey Competition. 2019 best of category Los Angeles International Spirits Competition. Oh, okay. Twenty nineteen. Known of that. I know we need to we need to get our uh, our press passes to that one. Yeah, maybe we could talk to Seth see if we can get in. I think uh, we just need to say we're a podcast, which I've heard good things. Um, twenty nineteen Master American Whiskey Masters. Okay. And Masters in all caps. Twenty nineteen Best of Category. The hell doesn't even say where that was. Just says twenty nineteen Best of Category. Okay. I think I I was saying that because I I went to their site for. Yeah. 2019 silver medal international spirits challenge, 2019 double gold medal, San Francisco world's competition. So that kind of shows you too. Those are different batches, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're pretty, maybe 2019 was better than 2020. Now I don't know. I don't think we as non, uh, like we wouldn't know if we're getting 2019, 2020 or 2021 batch, but you know, it is what it is. 2019 silver medal world whiskeys award, the world whiskeys awards. Um, but that's, that covers pretty much it. That's all they had to say. Devo, do you want to, uh, yeah. Do you want to hit on what breaking bourbon said? Yeah, so I'll just read it, uh, how it comes off the site. And um, on Breaking Bourbon, it does say on the nose or fort on the nose, uh, some bourbons hide their proof and others seem to try to live longer, uh, lar- live larger than uh, what they actually are. E.H. Taylor, small batch is one of those. Lifting the glass up to the nose, I'm greeted with butterscotch caramel, warm baked multigrain bread and hints of licorice and dried raisins, all of which are undetermined uh, by a heavy, oh, sorry, undermined by a heavy hanging dose of alcohol. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, we we kind of... Diva, I think you caught this one, like, head on. You got the raisin, you got the, you said cookie, but bread? That's yeah. pretty fucking close. And then you, you I mean, we kind of talked about anise, um... Yeah, I mean, I think this is probably one of the best coverages we've had so far. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then it just talks about how, you know, the alcohol scent is definitely up there, which, I mean, we picked up on. Anyone would end up picking up on it, too. So going to the palette, though, it does say plump dried raisins, lightly charred oak, and vanilla are all front and center in this classic palette with a twist, which... I mean, we've we definitely talked about that it being uh, more of a, a classic or you Oaky, know, yeah, classic, yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, the raisins came through again, so I keep picking up on that, man. I feel like I, I see what I, you're I saying. Think that's, I yeah. think that's why I uh, like I'm a little scared to say it because I'm like I, I keep picking it up. Yeah, just say it, man. I mean, the right. listeners aren't going to judge us if we aren't spot on. <laughs> again, we don't. We aren't the the best reviewers we don't pick up every note but we i think 
are going to be one of your closest tasters to your own palate for those that are not as not extremely advanced and can't pick up every scent or flavor out there yeah this isn't our like job so to speak so um, we're not professionals by any means um but they go on to say breaking bourbon goes on to say the mouthfeel is nicely balanced and more floral than uh, they expected Overall, fantastic in terms of being not too heavy, not too light, just a perfect balance that allows you to hold it in your mouth and really chew on it, which I agree. Yes, it's very well balanced. And uh, it does go on for the finish um, that it's got vanilla, light tobacco, leather, and white pepper. Start with the finish off along with a pleasant burn that's isolated to uh, the mouth only. Yes. I, now I felt it a little bit in my esophagus, it, but it does go down a little warm, but second, second, third, fourth sips, you don't really get it. Right. It just goes down nicely. Yeah. It's, it's just a great finish. Great overall um, whiskey to have. Um, well, I'm really getting the raisin right now. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's kind of like, to me, the raisin is kind of like what raisin does to bourbon, what wine does to bourbon, like barreling it in wine. Uh-huh. Like it just smooths it out a little bit. It kind of takes away some of the bite and the roughness, the rough edges that you get in bourbon. Yeah, almost almost lets you get a little bit of the spice and then brings it back down, like chops it down a little bit. Yeah. Because raisins aren't, they have a very distinct flavor, but they aren't like potent. I mean, they they are potent, but not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you had a pack of raisins that weren't raisinettes? Um, pack a really or long time. had some. But I think I had Raisin Bran Crunch okay. maybe like three months ago. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Close enough. Um, But yeah, it's it's good. It really is. I mean... Now that sorry, now that you say, uh, like, when was the last time I had raisins? I, I am thinking of like trail mix because trail mix yeah. tends to have it. And mm-hmm. you know what? I would bring this on a on a trail, on a hiking trail. Oh, dude! Once you get to the the top, yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> have it in a flask. <laughs> yeah, agreed. This would be great in a flask. Um, do you want to hop to our ratings and a little more discussion on our feelings about it? Um, sure. Unless did Breaking Bourbon have more? No, no, that was that was pretty much it. Perfect. Um, it, it was just saying, you know, that all of E.H. Taylor um, had the bottle and bond. So. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's um, I'm I'm thoroughly happy with it. Um, you want to actually let me let me say this. I think this would be good at a campfire. This would be good in pretty many pretty much any situation. Now, Agreed. I'm not one to put it on the rocks, but maybe in the summer, this could be nice on ice, chilled, you know, could be a good one to have on a hot day. Like, it's yeah. not too harsh. You'd still get the flavors, even if you watered it down a little bit, and you'll still get the, you know, maybe that fresh, maybe it'll make it a little fresher, but right. this one fits like pretty much any situation you could be in, this fits it. Definitely. I, I, I agree with it, um, with that. And for those that 
don't like a super spicy or super harsh whiskey with their cigars i think this one is a is a good one with like a mild cigar or someone who you know is just getting into doing both like having i think a cigar this would be or whiskey with the cigar yeah i think this would be great with a cigar yeah so, so you want to go ahead and give your review first um so yeah for my rating i'm i in mean between... rating sorry i always fuck that up <laughs> yeah no worries um I'm in between a four and a half and a five, so I'm gonna go ahead really? and give the yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and give the uh, the good old four point seven five since we're we're jumping up into okay the quarters. Why do you why do you give it that rating? Because um, I would buy it again, whether it's the hundred dollars or if I found it for the forty. Like okay. either way, I'm gonna want to find a find a way to have it on my shelf. Okay, so you aren't worried about the price. Like you're going to pick this up if you see it on a shelf. Now, would you pay, what's the most you'd pay for it? Would you pay over a hundred dollars for it? Now, mind you, this is a small batch. You have the single barrel. That's what you paid a hundred for. Right. So would you pay over a hundred dollars? There's like a hundred dollars, your max on this. A hundred dollars would be my max on this one. Okay. That's fair. I think for me, the max on this would probably be about 70 to $75. Okay. But with that being said, if you're, you know, you're wanting to try it, I think pay up to a hundred for the first bottle. You won't be disappointed. Um, but on the other hand, I think I would have this on my shelf all the time if I could find it for under 60. Definitely. Definitely. That's kind of where I'm at. Like I would pick it up again and again if I could find it under 60 to $70. But I'm going to give it four and a half. So originally when I was wanting to do the quarters, I thought I was going to give it a 4.25. Oh, really? But after okay. talking through it, I think this is well-deserving of a four and a half. It is very good. Um, it, 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 I'm like stumbling <laughs> it, it over here. It's, it's hype. Like yeah, how, that's how exactly what it? I wanted to say. It, yeah, it it, meet, it meets the hype that it's given. Right. Like, it's not disappointing. Because there are a lot that are hyped up, and you go and you're like, hmm, this is okay, but I don't think it's worth, you know, like Weller. Weller's good. I've only had this special reserve. Oh, I've had the, and we had the Antique 107, right? It was good. I, think so to be to be have but, the green label too yeah my parents picked up the green label which is the oh, special right. reserve it's it's a 30 dollar whiskey yeah like yeah. i wouldn't pay double the msrp now for this i would potentially so i think that's a big difference and just to kind of talk about the hype um but it's really good um so four and a half four point seven five Ooh, that's a rough one which it's like four point six seven five four point six seven five that's how many stars i would argue that this is probably the best bourbon if not the best it's close to the best bourbon we've had so far yeah it's different though i mean it is the best balanced um great flavor now diva would you put this in an old-fashioned um yes actually i would i would want to try it in in an old-fashioned like okay. i mean i i know that that goes against some um 
people's thoughts on like that's a cardinal sin if it's that good you shouldn't be mixing it but i i would want to try it to be honest and we've talked about this a little bit before but our thoughts on an old-fashioned have changed right because an old-fashioned isn't i don't view an old-fashioned as like a mixed drink as a lot of people do right because really in an old-fashioned it's 90 percent whiskey yeah a lot of other mixed drinks you're looking at like 25 to 50 percent yeah yeah you're saying uh well i was just saying that the the other stuff that you put into uh the old-fashioned is to to heighten or um you know make the whiskey show up a little bit better too so um i mean it also depends on which whiskey that you're putting in there but yeah to kind of hit on that too would you give someone if you're trying to get them into whiskey or bourbon would you give them an old-fashioned first Probably now. Uh, I don't think it's a bad way to start them. No, because um, I mean, I have my aunt and my mom both like to mix with Coke or, you know, some soda, um, their whiskeys. And it, it's made me want to make them an old fashioned just to show them that like some of the whiskeys that you have. Like, cause my aunt loves, um, crown Royal, like nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, there's better whiskeys out there. And I've tried oh, to have sure. them both try it neat or try the whiskeys that I've brought to them neat. Like, um, but it didn't go over too well. So I was like, all right, so maybe I should just go ahead and make a, an old fashioned for you and, and, uh, see if you like it that way. Um, and bring them into the the better whiskeys because I had them try uh, Hickory Hill. Okay, and, that's a good um, one. Yeah, it was Mellow. a good one. I I thought it would be good. I thought my mom would like it, and um, she liked it a little bit better in her soda. But um, she was also, I mean, she's used to like seventy proof. <laughs> And I was giving her 90. So she was like, oh, man, I'm feeling yeah. it after she yeah. drank it down. I was like, oh, man, okay. Yeah, it's bad when we do, we've do. we had so much whiskey recently. You know, you give us 100 proof, a couple glasses of it, and we're like, what's up? What what, what do you want to do now? Like, come <laughs> right. on. Let's, like, we aren't even mellowed out by that point. It's like three <laughs> glasses now to get us mellowed at 100 proof. Um, But, yeah, this is tasty. It, it would, it pretty much would be good with anything. Like, yeah, agreed. you can mix it. You could have it with a cigar. You could have it neat. You could have it. I, I, I'm interested to see how this would be if you added like a splash of water in it. Yeah. Cause the, the flavor might come out a little bit better. Might kind of open up some of those floral notes that breaking bourbon mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. Even with ice, like I'm, I don't prefer drinking my whiskey with ice, but this one kind of makes me want to try some different ways. Right. And maybe the next time you come over, we'll have to make an old fashioned with it. Okay. I'm good with that. I only have three bottles of it. So (laughs) you have some, some, uh, disposable. Yes. So, um, with that being said, I think we both unanimously say, pick it up if you see it. Now, don't spend over a hundred bucks for it, though. Yeah, because then you'll be disappointed. I don't think if you spend over a hundred for a bottle, it has to be something you've really, really been looking for, or something that's absolutely fantastic. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. Like that hundred dollar price point. There, 
I mean, shit, I'd have to say 99% of bourbons are under 100 bucks. So maybe not 99. Ah, maybe. Well, no, yeah, no, most are are uh, that. I mean, I, I sometimes, when I'm out shopping and I'm like, oh, well, that bottle's cool. And you read like what some of the notes are. It's like, uh, do I really want to spend that $80 on this whiskey that I haven't had yet? Mm-hmm. So it's tough. And, um, that's, what's great about being a patron for us or, <laughs> you know, supporting us with shirts by buying shirts and stuff like that. You can reach out to us and be like, Hey, I just saw this like $80 bottle. Will you guys review it for me before I buy it? <laughs> you know, we'll $20, $20 shirt or $25 shirt gets you a review of a whiskey. You aren't sure if you should buy. That could save you a lot of money. Just saying. I think yeah, that's man. the alcohol speaking to me, the salesperson <laughs> that I'm not. Um, but with that being said, um, shall we hop over to our topic, which isn't as much of a topic this time, is more of like a just a just reading off and fun shooting the and shit. Stuff like yeah, that, that might happen. Who knows? So I actually found this site that has <laughs> the 25. 25 funny funniest newspaper headlines of all time um so they have some funny ones in here devo devo has it pulled up too so we're gonna rotate who says it honestly the first one i don't really love but we can we can bring it up so the 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 first one says forecasters call we, for we weather skip, i was gonna say we can skip that one i don't necessarily it's kind of funny like if you think either. about it like the forecasters call for weather on monday they they didn't want to call for the weather past Monday because they had no idea what the weather was going to yeah, do. Yeah, because even the, the the tagline says uh, they're hesitant to predict storm. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> they had no idea. It's kind of funny what these guys wrote. This is on bestlifeonline.com. It says the folks at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette make no promises about Tuesday. Enjoy the weather on Monday while you have it because the rest of the week could contain <laughs> no atmosphere whatsoever. And for more total silliness in addition to these... Oh, I was checking out their funniest... What the fuck? I hate when they push that shit all the time. Yeah. Like, read our other Celebrity article. Memes. Like, fuck me. Come on. Yeah, who gives a shit about... like? Uh, but but seriously, they're like, oh, it could contain no atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> like, um... Yeah, we don't know what it's going to be like. Bring right. a mask. You ever wonder, like, yeah, they have ideas of, like, these storms that are coming through, but could you imagine, like, I have a hard enough time predicting, like, future revenue streams for the company I work for. Like, how do you fucking predict the weather? Right? I like, mean, <laughs> the, the only thing that Highs I... and lows. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. How do you see highs and lows? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the Doppler, bro. I don't know. That's... <laughs> What is that? That's is like that, is that five? No, NBC, I think. NBC4 has... Oh, yeah, California right. has the Doppler. That's right. what, the, what the fuck's the Doppler? Is that a <laughs> radar? Radar for seeing clouds form and moving Something. around and... Something like, stupid like that. Like, okay, yes, we're going to put all of our... And then it comes out where it's like, oh, you know, it's going to be 70% rain and then it's a sunny day all day, so... It's stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the people in California are completely fucked, right? Yeah. Like if you if you just said, "Oh, it's going to be sunny tomorrow," you'd win ninety percent of the days. Right. Like, don't even try and predict when it's going to rain because <laughs> you're wrong all the time. 
don't don't even give us uh you know the degrees we're fine with it's it's gonna like if it's at a certain part of the uh the year it's 70s it's shorts shirt uh short sleeve shirt weather um like it doesn't really matter even when it's raining it's not even that cold so yeah well and like when they say like chance of rain like 20 percent chance of rain we either have no rain whatsoever or it absolutely pours Right. Like, it's like, where the fuck this come from? And then they all of a sudden go, oh, flash flood rating. Or, uh, flash flood. Yeah. Yeah. It's like flash floods. Because our streets aren't prepared for it. Right. Oh. And then, and then you just, if you're a Southern Californian, you, you, you see that it's starting to rain. And you're like, fuck, my commute is going to take forever. Because no one knows how to drive, drive. in the fucking rain. Yep. If you're ever coming to California, don't come outside of the summer, even though the summer sucks because it's hot. But hey, at least you won't have to deal with Californian drivers driving in the rain. It's like watching. Um, you know what it makes me think of? You know, when there's like a bunch of ants walking down the sidewalk or uh-huh. I'm calling it walking, but like strolling down the sidewalk uh-huh. and you like stomp right in the middle and they scatter. That's how Californians are driving in the rain. Yeah. yeah they don't know exactly. what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> I'm a Californian and I'm disappointed in Californians. Well, and I think that's a common uh, thing that Californians complain about too. So that Californians can't drive. It's ridiculous. I mean, drive slower, but you don't have to drive 20 miles per hour in like a, a a semi decent rain. Like that's why you have fucking windshield wipers. Yeah. It's like, what the heck? Yeah. And if the car in front of you is not skidding out on a, on like water, you're probably fine to continue driving. Yeah. Like you don't have to hit your brakes just because it looks like there's some water out there. Nope. Uh, the car in front of you is fine. I, I remember uh, one of the videos when we were doing, uh, when I was, you know, getting my driver's license and everything. One of them was, you know, be prepared for black ice. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? this is california like how how my that does not make any sense or southern california i should say because northern california is a little bit different but well they were preparing you for driving in the mountains that we have yes (laughs) but yeah that was still another one where it was like black ice all right i mean i'll I'll be black ice means that you're driving at night True. We don't drive in, at night when it's in the mountains and it's snowing and cold as shit. Like we're out during the day. We get there. We're staying till night. We're spending the fucking night. Come on. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> <clears throat> so shall we move on? Yeah, please. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so the next one is amphibious pitcher makes debut so what we think that it is is that they're trying to say ambidextrous but they basically were thinking reptilian so (laughs) yeah because the pitcher throws right and left-handed in the picture it shows a right-handed and left-handed thrower i'm not sure how you say this guy's name but it's vendit or vendit i I think you're right with the second one vendit vendit um so uh, yeah he's on the the uh oakland a's um yeah which i mean you would expect that the a's would pick up something funky just with uh what is it billy Be- no beam bean bobby bean i don't know i can't remember the um yeah i don't know man sorry the movie that had that but yeah 
Yeah, and Goodness if you gracious. if you didn't know, amphibious means that it can be on land and water. So, like, if you had an amphibious vehicle, oh, it yeah, could I said reptile, float huh? in My water. Bad. Well, amphibious reptile, or like, <clears throat> you could argue that like a duck's amphibious, right? It can walk on land or it can float in water. Mm-hmm. So, or a pitcher, a pitcher, or a, yeah, a pitcher can float in water for a while, but it can't stay floating in water. Unless right. you're talking about a pitcher of beer and you don't have much beer in there and you put it perfectly in water to where it just floats. Well, and, and I guess that's <clears throat> what I was thinking of too, because uh, you had read it um, prior and I thought of pitcher, like a pitcher of beer. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what, what debut? Like, oh, they're, they're getting crazy with this type of stuff. Yeah, and their comment is, we knew Aquaman had bigger ambitions than just being the guy in Super Friends who can call dolphins. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. I mean, yeah, spell or spell check wouldn't have caught it either because they spelled it correctly, amphibious. Not going to just... lie, though. That's the headline. How the fuck did they miss that? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, the editor should be uh, fired and the person who wrote it up, but... Definitely the editor. Yeah. So the next one is cows lose their jobs as milk prices drop. <laughs> what, the? what the fuck? Like cows what lose the? their jobs. I'm pretty sure the cows are probably happy that they don't have to be overly milked. Um, unless they were uh, demoted. Well, no, it says loses their jobs. So they're just grazing away, not not having to do anything. <sighs> Man, I mean, to have a human like continuously pull at your your teeth, <laughs> your teeth, yeah. Like I, I don't, I think nipples, but... I, I almost did. <laughs> um, but like, I'm sure they were like, "Oh, this is wonderful. The infection in teeth three can heal now." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, I don't think they were mad about it. They were still there, unless they were getting sold to the butcher. But honestly, I think a cow would probably be happier being sold to a butcher than having their t- teeth continuously pulled on by some random. You know, dude that can't speak English well because he's uh he's so from the country he hasn't talked to humans for the last like three years. <laughs> You're talking and about the guy. Even that worse, says, hey, it's Bessie, a fucking machine. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, that's true too. A lot of the those companies only have the uh, machine teat machines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a fun. Uh, fun, oh, it's uh, great descriptor for it. It's great, but that's hilarious. I mean. It obviously wasn't what they intended, but it's 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 funny. I mean, that's that's funny. Well, and what they what they ended up saying is, uh, it's always heartbreaking when a cow can't bring in a steady income. But we're guessing that's not quite what the editors behind this unintentionally funny newspaper headline. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> what they wanted to say. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, holy shit. Now that that one. I let pass because amphibious that you completely fucked that one. Yeah, you did. Like this one, like this is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Do Although you, this next one is is uh, <laughs> is pretty funny too, though. So the next one on the list is a miracle cures. You know, oh, miracle, miracle cure. cure kills fifth patient. Is that not an oxymoron? Like, what yeah. the hell is a going on there? Can, a cure should not be killing someone. <laughs> right. I mean, 
unless <laughs> cure has a different meaning than it did when we were in school, that that shouldn't be the case. I mean, no, unless unless it's like stopping an infection at its source. But then again, that's the fifth one. So how is how is it like? That's not it's stopping at the at the the source or anything like that. So now this one makes me want to know how many times or how many uh, people were cured with this miracle. Like, right. is it like What's five and five? Then uh, or <laughs> this is fucked. Like, this isn't that great. Now, if it's like you know, it's saved like a thousand people. Well, now you got a you know five percent. Or no, 0.5% kill ratio, I guess. So, okay. It's it's pretty miraculous, but it's kind of like how they word it is just... It's yeah, obviously not a miracle a if comma. it fucked up. <laughs> I wonder if they meant to put a comma somewhere. But then again, that still doesn't know. make sense if you put a comma in there like after kill. No, after well, cure. I guess the only time that it would make sense is miracle. Cure kills <laughs> fifth patient. Yeah, which could I mean kind of make sense like he's just like oh my gosh I can't believe this happened and that's why it's a miracle because it's like not likely to happen that someone died from it but I I, I don't think so is, is this the whole thing of like you learn from your mistakes but it took the fifth mistake to to find the cure and it's that's the miracle because they were thinking it was going to be a hundred <laughs> I don't know man oh, um man. Yeah, what they said is basically what we said. Like, that just doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. So, next one is, man accused of killing lawyer receives a new attorney. <laughs> why how would you appoint another attorney? attorney? Like, how terrified is that person? <laughs> right? Yeah, like, person's got to be shit and bricks. Like, fuck. Actually, I'm, He's going to be handcuffed, intri- right? <laughs> I'm kind of intrigued as to, like, okay, so how did he kill his attorney, though? Because, like, when you meet with your attorney, I'm assuming that you're surrounded by, you know, or at least in in a government building to, you know, be monitored and all of that. So how did he get away? I'm uh, Well, obviously, he didn't get away with it, and his sentence probably got lengthened. But, yeah, that new attorney, oh, no, they're shitting bricks. Actually, that's probably their first case. <laughs> they're They're new to the job. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is this is where you like, hey, sorry, buddy, here you go, earn your stripes. Like, this is kind of in that situation where you're like, you wish you were the new kid on the block when they're firing people, not when they got uh, this dude got <laughs> a new appointed attorney. Right? Like, <laughs> he just fuck. finished, or he he just passed his bar, and that's his his first client. You're like stoked. You're like, yes, I finally got that big break. I got the job I was wanting, and uh, my first case, they killed their last attorney. <laughs> yeah, the the office did not tell them that, um, by the way, he killed the last guy or girl, you know, don't want to be sexist here. Now, I kind of want to, I kind of feel like shit, though, because I'm laughing about someone dying, but like, it, it's just how they, like, how this they is a it. fucking headline. Yeah, yeah. Like, if if we haven't talked on the media being bad and you know, all, always about, you know, in, instilling fear. This one definitely brings it up. <laughs> yeah. I Okay, I'm going to I'm going to jump on it here. Um, and I might get in a little trouble for this one. But you know what? Fuck it. So I'm going to say number one place that hires the most inept people in the world is like our government. That's number one, right? Yes. 
Number two, apparently, is media. <laughs> yes. They go hand in hand, bro. I mean, They're connected shit. at the hip. They That's are. That's that is. It's like, oh, I didn't make it in government. Here, let me uh, let me hop into the media. <laughs> I didn't make it in marketing. I'll, I'll just go over to, to media. Yeah. Okay, Devo, you want to hop to the next one? Yeah, the next one, it does say state population to double by 2040. Babies to blame. I'm pretty sure the babies didn't fuck. (laughs) Like they were not having sex. I don't think babies can have kids until they're like, they can't. It's not possible. No, no. no, They're like, oh, those twins is a boy and a girl. The girl's pregnant as she came out of the womb. She's already got a, you know, a bun in the oven. Right. No, no, no. That's that doesn't make sense. I mean, unless they're trying to say that, you know, that there's going to be an like a whole bunch of people having babies by 20 like but that still doesn't make any sense i mean 20 years from now because if we're looking at it as if it was published in 2020 that's 20 years so yes the babies of 2020 might be having babies by this time like what yeah it's not that it almost just seems like just a dumb article in general yeah it doesn't say what uh what uh, paper this was but it does say it, their notes are is it too late to stop this nefarious plot by babies they may be small but they're sneaky i'm thinking like, of uh, what was it baby geniuses or something yes like that? <laughs> yes that movie is hilarious but they weren't like they weren't trying to populate people no i'm pretty sure no. there was no sex in that movie no, but there were some innuendos oh for sure i mean it's like any cartoons nowadays they're like I just love the animated fact that they, movies. They called the the main baby Sly. I thought he, that was oh, the yeah. coolest name for him. Yeah, that is a good name for a a baby. <laughs> okay, so this next one is disappointing. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Devo, but it's Mississippi's oh. <laughs> literacy program <laughs> shows improvement. I, I I read it as uh, like I, I read took it me as, a second. <laughs> thank you, thank you for pronouncing it the way that you did because otherwise i would have said mississippi's literacy yeah. program but it's it's mississippi's literacy program shows improvement they obviously it, it showed miss- improvement a little too late before they hired this <laughs> this person this um, guy's out of state this guy's from alabama <laughs> yeah, holy out there shit. Me. i apologize mississippi's <laughs> i I don't even, I, There's what, no what do you say to this? <laughs> like literacy program shows improvement way too late. Like that's how it should have ended. And it should have been like, <laughs> I fucked up. Like, I, I'm still like upset with the editors because that's what they're supposed to do. This does not pass spell check. No, it shouldn't. It Unless they had shouldn't. another one where they used Mississippi's and they made it a word. <laughs> Right? right like because where, you can do that it, you can bypass shit and, yeah <laughs> yeah so either this guy's been using mississippi's for <laughs> for far too long or they the their editor is and spell checker is also uh, they were part of the problem with literacy in their past okay so i mean i i mean i was definitely younger for for this story um but I have misspelled my last name before. 
I was in did, grade school. Did you grow though. up in Mississippi? <laughs> <laughs> Southern California, but at the same time. Did you do did you forget the E? I did. You did McGee? Yeah, I did McGee. Um so I mean I guess it's not absolutely horrible, but still like you're a grown person and you can't spell Mississippi. Bro, you missed one letter. They missed three. <laughs> Right, like they they completely left out. I mean, even when we were kids in California, we were taught M I crooked letter to crooked letter I crooked letter crooked letter I humpback humpback I. Oh, see, I I remember or, it as a as a tune where it was M I S S I S S I P P I. Where do you pee pee? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, in the toilet. On the tree. <laughs> I mean, it's just the worst part is they're clearly in this state. Like, there's no way, like, Alabama's right. not going to be like, <laughs> unless this is like a joke on Alabama. Um, I, I, I totally was just throwing that out there. I was, no, but you it, know what I'm getting? It was like first... where Alabama's making fun of them or something. I don't right. know. <laughs> oh, oh, it could be that. It could be a, uh, a spoof. Or, or someone within, or maybe their literacy program was shitting the bed, and this was like a little bit of a joke. But still, <laughs> come on, Mississippi's. Actually, that sounds I, like a really would... bad diner. I... <laughs> or maybe, maybe it's like Miss Ippies. Uh, well, I'm, I'm thinking of like Miss Sippies. So, like, it, it's like a, a drink, like a bar, um, and you're you're sipping. But, it, you know, there was a miss that, I don't know. Let's just move on. Holy shit. Yeah, you okay, see Devo, the next you one? got this one. So the next one says, breathing oxygen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sounded like an elephant right there. Breathing I oxygen. In. <laughs> <laughs> breathing oxygen linked to staying alive. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, of course. Thank you, science. <laughs> Like, obviously, you don't breathe, you die. <laughs> right? Yeah, hold your breath. You, go ahead. Don't you go into outer space, breath. jump out, no oxygen, you die. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty clear. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> like, oh, and then they go on to say a groundbreaking discovery brought to you by the same scientific minds who discovered the link between walking and leaving the house. <laughs> <laughs> that's what best life said not what the actual article did but right, this is but... in the outdoors section <laughs> it is in the outdoor <laughs> section that's so funny oh man i didn't even think of that because i was totally thinking of you know like Holy you're in the hospital shit. like obviously the, they're gonna put oxygen on you and stuff like that but yeah it's in the outdoors section so outdoors outpost like i think what they were trying to do here was like bring in that like breathing fresh air out and like outdoors is good. Mm-hmm. You know, this had to have been in COVID times. I don't know. This paper looks a little old. It does actually, but this is on page 10 of Mason County. Hold on. I can't read it. It's yeah, Mason it, County though. It's blurred out a little, but what the fuck? <laughs> like, it, you know what you guys, you guys, you guys uh, let us know if you can not breathe oxygen and survive. Yeah, um, like if you're if you're breathing carbon dioxide, like let us know if that's actually working for you. Just carbon dioxide. You can't have any like other oxygen. 
Well, yeah, like, you know, when they say, like, breathe in a bag, like you're hyperventilating. Well, you can't do that forever because then you're just breathing in carbon dioxide. Also, why, if you're in a room that is fully enclosed, you eventually die because of carbon dioxide, because we breathe out carbon dioxide. We need to breathe in oxygen. Mm Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> like, how did that pass? I mean, I guess it could pass because it does have truth to it, but like, it's just in your face. Like, yes, this is what happens. And you're reading and you're like, well, duh. Yeah, this next one kind of seems like it goes along with some kind of different events that occurred during COVID-19. Um But this next article says police arrest everyone on February 22nd. (laughs) Such a a specific date. Arrest everyone. Everyone. Everyone's arrested. Everyone goes to jail. February 22nd. And I feel like this is something that the the media pulls because they're like, oh, yeah, the cops are out to get us all. February 22nd, we're all getting arrested. Mm -hmm. Or... Everyone got arrested on twenty uh, February 22nd. Now, it would be different if everyone was capitalized because then you'd be like, oh, wow, someone really fucked up with the name of yeah. their child and the child's <laughs> name was everyone. That would make more sense. Like, because <laughs> I've seen some really shitty ch- child names. Oh we probably do an That's... episode of like the worst child names. That's yeah, definitely. That would be um, fun. But Police arrest everyone. And this is in the police log portion of the paper. Portion of the paper, yep. And uh, I can't read the, what yeah, the, uh, the police... I mean, we probably shouldn't call it out either. But, yeah, what the hell? Goodness gracious. Holy they shit. If that person wasn't fired, on. I need to get hired by this place because I could fuck up a lot. Oh, by the way, this was published on February 18th of... What the fuck? Oh no, this is this is showing their log for the last few days, I think. I was gonna say they really said that police are gonna arrest everyone on the eighteenth. On the twenty second, but it's posted on the eighteenth. It doesn't show it only shows like a snapshot of the article, but Devo. You got this next one. Yeah. Yep. Well, apparently Thursday is cancelled. Fuck (laughs) yeah, that means a four day work week. Right? Oh, that's where I was like, oh yeah, it's a they they gave actually April third, two thousand eight. Thursday is canceled. Like what the hell? <laughs> on and it's on April first, two thousand eight. Full yeah, resembling they, they Donald Trump. What the fuck? Announced that Thursday has been fired. People uh, in boardrooms board. across the country were stunned at the turn of events. And feared the amount of revenue that might be lost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 2008, though. That was a crash. Wasn't it? That was the uh, housing Uh, market crash. So, obviously, it kind of probably... Or it it spilled into the commercial real estate with, with them bringing up Trump. But you can't cancel a full day. I mean, we have holidays for being able to get paid on on those days, and we don't have to come in, but... The Mayans didn't approve of this. (laughs) 
it was not approved by the Mayans. So <laughs> I think the Mayans wasn't it twenty twenty twelve for the Mayan calendar or twenty two thousand. I think was it, it 2000? ended. Yeah, because that was that was the two K. Y two K. Y two K. Yeah, like the everyone was scared that computers were going to crash and everything was going to blow up and nothing happened. <laughs> so oh, the next, oh yeah, yeah, you have the next one. <laughs> yeah, have fun with that one. Bridge closure date Thursday or October. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know if this was like posted in April <laughs> like that. Are you are you fucking kidding me? Like, it, it's either closed on Thursday or October because October's a day. Um, or the now this October? one, like what does that mean? In their defense, this would not be caught by uh, by spell check, spell check and R and one, one, one key away. So this one's not as bad, but I mean. <laughs> How did this get by <laughs> Thursday or October Thursday? Well, and even bridge closure date Thursday of October. Oh, like, it could what, have been that's, of, but, but even which still, one? Yeah, yeah which there are one? four, at least yeah, four, at least four. I think there could be five potentially. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> what? What? Why? And then it says states detour plans draw criticism. <laughs> But okay, like what what does that even mean? Thursday or October or is it of? Like I think you're right. It might it might have been that they just didn't they pressed the wrong. Yeah. Yeah, but you know they're, what? they're pretty you know close who's... in terms of uh, the keyboard, the R and the F. You know who's uh probably super happy about this fuck up is the state. Because they were drawing criticism, but now this paper's drawing criticism. <laughs> Because they yeah, said they... Thursday or October. <laughs> um, now, maybe maybe on the other hand, oh, it was like Thursday was September 30th. Maybe. And then yeah. it's like it could happen in October. Yeah. But like, that, wouldn't that you think you'd it. do like September 30th or October? Yeah. You know... We didn't. I say, wish it said the month of the year. They hired the the smartest people to write these, either. No, but you'd you'd hope they'd be smart enough, right? Especially if they're supposed to be uh, journalists that are reporting the truth of of everything. So, mm-hmm. see, oh, they're man. trying to twist the truth. Yeah. Look at yeah. this one one uh, headline at a time. <laughs> Like but I, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll the take next the one. next one. Holy but, shit. Um, I, I do want to, just because of the one that I did with the Thursdays are canceled, um, Best Life Online ended up saying, since Thursday's been canceled, we better plan for October. <laughs> like, that was their statement on it. Oh my God. I just saw that. That's <laughs> awesome. But this next one, this next one is another one that's like, Shaking of the head, uh, face palm, like palm to face type of type of stuff, where it says uh, the headline says most earthquake damage is caused by wait for it shaking. <laughs> so that's really weird because I swore the last few earthquakes that caused cracks in my houses it was caused by high winds. I was totally gonna go with high winds as well, <laughs> <laughs> like. Like, what the heck? Like, 
<laughs> you mean the damage isn't caused by throwing people all around? I, I mean, <laughs> earthquake, earthquake, quake, quake, earth, quake. What, what do you do when you quake? Um, uh, you you shiver. Let's break it down here. Yeah. I mean, like, what the fuck? The intensity of shaking that a building or a structure will experience during an earthquake is highly variable, but generally, generally depends, depends on three, on three factors. Factors. Oh, really? Oh, it's variable. That's weird. I thought all earthquakes were the same. Just like Devo <laughs> and I are both white, we look the same. Just yeah. kidding. We don't. In terms of height and everything, I I have a, a magnificent beard. You know, we we look great. And I can run like a, a four four forty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to. <laughs> hey, I'm giving you credit here. Just take it. I, I appreciate it. Um like, yeah. what the hell? Like why how did that get by? <laughs> I like oh, their man. post or what Dude, that's catchy said. though. That's catchy. Well, that's weird. We thought most of the damage was caused by hurtful sarcasm. <laughs> you know how mean-spirited earthquakes can be. <laughs> oh, this had to have been California. God dang, this had to have been California. Or West Coast. This seems like something like some like, you know, when uh, Seattle was starting to get like kind of, uh, what is it? The Not a hippie-ish, but where you get the like. Seattle you know, or Oregon? Uh, either. But you know how like Seattle's kind of known for being very hipster? hipster. There we go. Like this was like the first hipster that went there and they were trying to like They were trying be to bring different. in the Yeah. Um yeah, no. No. You you don't need to go to a new cloth. Oh Lord. I think we're only gonna be able to get to fifteen because we're already at like an hour and thirty minutes. But this next one is wonderful or we just run through the rest really quick but this we one could. federal agents raid gun shop find weapons no what else are they gonna find weed i mean i Fuck guess that would been it but you know that's that's what a good business has <laughs> if they sell guns they have guns yeah, right if they sell food hopefully they have food like if if the if the federal agents raided McDonald's, I hope to God they find McNuggets. Absolutely, or at French least fries. find the ice cream machine or shake machine being, uh, you know, repaired out of commission since they're <laughs> always broken. Yeah, yeah. Dude, those Holy McFlurries shit. are pretty good though. When they really when are, when you can get them, when you can yeah. get them, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot of craziness that happens in there. It has to break up the fucking there's the been a few peanut TikTok. butter cups. Yeah, and there's been a few TikTokers that have, you know, made some videos on that where uh, the the worker is just smashing up the machine after they got asked for a shake. But um, so That's hilarious. <laughs> moving on, safety meeting ends in accident. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of when you go to a place and they're like, no accidents in the last zero days. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, they had an accident today, apparently. <laughs> or they ran out of markers. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of like, if it were, you know, um, yeah, we have, we've had uh, no accidents, but then again, we, we had a party yesterday and we had an accident and I'd be the one that ended up having that accident. So, uh, yeah, how how does that happen? That's that's pretty funny, though. 
That's uh, pretty funny. Like it would be kind of funny if it was just like a a, a parental like it was a daycare accident. I'm, I'm thinking of chaperones or safety meeting, <laughs> and it ended in like a like a bunch of babies having shits at the same time, and like the shits <laughs> they come out of the diaper. You know, like that kind of, and those were the accidents. They weren't like, (laughs) or it's like a doggy daycare and like the dogs took shits all over the house or the place that they were at. You know what I mean? Like not where they were supposed to. Oh, Mm -hmm. those were accidents. Like what the fuck? I I hate when I see the name or uh, like the place being San Antonio because I'm like, oh, is San Antonio Street? San Antonio Avenue? (laughs) Right. But it might have been uh, San Antonio, Texas, but it, it could be anywhere. But that that was in the article. You can go ahead for the uh, the next one. Oh, muddy Creek problem. It's too muddy. No shit. It's a fucking creek. I mean, you don't even have to say it's muddy. It's a creek. It's going to be muddy. I mean, you put dirt and water together and you get fucking mud. Like you might lose a shoe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> holy shit. It's too muddy. Holy mud. Ho- holy dirt. Okay, Devo, oh, we gosh. can move on. Um, murderer <clears throat> says detective ruined his reputation. <laughs> <laughs> so he found you guilty? Like... Yeah, apparently he was found guilty, or or he wasn't found guilty. And so is that defamation of character? Like, <laughs> yeah, apparently. The worst part would be if it, if it was like murderer says detective ruined his reput- reputation. Uh, up, uh, what is it? Countersuit was found successful, or some bullshit like that. Like, like the the state yeah. had to pay him money because the detective that caught the murderer. Dude, you know what uh, I found out? Or you know what I'm thinking? Sorry, go ahead. No, please. Uh, this murderer was the one that killed the attorney. <laughs> <laughs> he got a new attorney after this, dude. That's one way to get debarred. <laughs> go ahead with the, the next one. Oh, Lord. Utah Poison <laughs> Control Center reminds everyone not to take poison. <laughs> If it has skull and crossbones, don't take it. <laughs> I feel like that would have been a better fuck? headline. <laughs> okay, here I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here and say if you're a parent and your kid takes poison, you fucked up. I, well, I don't know because some stuff. If they're drinking wait, like wait. Fabuloso or whatever it is, that's th- poisonous. But it's not like poison. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know what I mean? Like it's not like. Like I'm thinking poison like rat poison or like Right. Like and when you say rat poison, uh, I can't help but think of bad boys too. Like that anytime someone says uh rat poison, I think of bad boys too. Which part? Um where they are in uh or are they mixing rat poison in like the drugs? Yes. Ah, yes, and and they're in the gotcha. house and trying to, uh, you know, oh catch the rats, them. yeah, yes. yep. <clears throat> so, um, moving on to another dumb, dumb one: bugs flying around with wings are flying bugs. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, so 
This one seems like it was like a in the ah, uh, you know that portion where you could like ask questions, <laughs> right? Because the first part says, I've got these bugs that look like ants with wings flying around my house. What are they and how do I get rid of them? But the headline literally says, bugs flying around with wings are flying bugs. (laughs) Flying ants are flying bugs. Bugs, yeah. Yeah, they fly. It's crazy. (laughs) Flying birds are still birds, but they're flying birds. I mean, there are some birds that don't fly, you know? Yeah. Ostriches. Peacocks, I think Cocks. they kind of do. They, yeah, they hop. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Oh, this one is more like just unfortunate. Mm-hmm. This next one, it's students cook and serve grandparents. <laughs> like, so, obviously, <laughs> what, what what is serve though? Like, are they are they serving well, no, I the think, food, I think, or are they serving I, them with papers of eviction or whatever? Well, no, I think I think what it's uh, it's kind of implying is oh, serving cook, cook grandparents. Oh gosh, I didn't get to that point yet. Oh man, it should have been like <laughs> students cook for grandparents, <laughs> right? Like uh, students cook and serve grandparents. No, like. <laughs> No periods, no commas, no colons, no, oh, you know. Oh, man, just the, the amp. What, and those colons that in that room might need some just repair, the too. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, dang. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so the next one is uh, Alton <laughs> Attorney accidentally sues himself. How do you fucking do that? How do you? Dude, you, that's you why. You issue <laughs> the paperwork and you accidentally put your name on on the wrong line like he lowered the bar <laughs> i would have to ask for his uh, bar results that's for sure <laughs> he reached a 3 uh yeah he didn't <clears throat> oh man he was playing limbo with that bar exam <laughs> right fuck oh Dude, man he, he was as tall as me he couldn't reach it couldn't reach the bar Okay, the next one is <laughs> hospitals resort to hiring doctors. I would hope so. What the fuck? I, I haven't been in many hospitals without doctors, but, you know, I guess if we really need doctors. <laughs> well, it says physician shortage prompting move. And, like, well, yes, if they're <clears throat> leaving, you would want to hire. <laughs> I wonder if they're hiring, like, Doctors of economics and doctors of like <laughs> PhDs, like not medical doctors because there's a bunch of PhDs. Like uh, you, you went to school for like ten years, right? Oh, you're hired. Yeah, that, that that's dude part in of their resume that or uh, their interview. The grandparents that were just uh, cooked and served need some colon treatment. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Okay, go ahead, Devo. Uh, farmer using cannon to protect watermelons. <laughs> Don't we usually like use like cannons to shoot watermelons? Pot- Don't they yes. have like the yeah? Actually, yes. I, I think that was in um, Thirty Minutes or Less. That movie, they were oh no, they were just blowing up watermelons. But um, yeah, there was that, and I for some reason thought of Nick Cannon. <laughs> And I was like, Nick Cannon can't protect watermelons. I don't understand that. 
Oh my god. Um, that took me a second. <laughs> cannon to protect watermelons. Yeah. What the fuck was he shooting out of that cannon? Right. Potatoes. <laughs> it was an Idaho farmer farming uh, watermelons. <laughs> He's like, "What do I have a lot of? I have a, I got a shitload of potatoes. Let you potatoes at these uh these fucking little pests that are." What he has, the hell? He has two farms, a, a watermelon farm and a potato. I'm guessing, yeah. Holy <clears throat> shit. Oh my gosh. Uh, go ahead and read the next one. I don't know if you've gotten there yet. <laughs> yes, I have. God dang. Voters to vote on whether to vote. I don't know how you feel about this, but um, I hope most people showed up. Dude, I'm flipping a coin at that point. Like, what the hell? (laughs) Voters to vote on whether to vote. Like, (laughs) I would like to know the policy that they're wanting to vote on. I think they should have elaborated on this uh, headline. I wonder if it got like cut off. (laughs) It (laughs) might have. It was like voters to vote on whether to. uh, No, there's enough space in there for. Nope. Nope. It did not, not get cut off. Yep. Nope. They fucked up. You know what would have been better if they spelled weather as a W E A? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as in, uh, you know, <laughs> what we had. Whether for... or not. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, it was so, bad the first time. The next time I looked at weather, I was like, oh my God, they misspelled weather. <laughs> 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 they didn't, but holy shit. Oh okay, man, Diva, so you got the, this. The next one, it kind of hurts my uh, my heart on this one. Uh, Muslim or Muslims? Wow. Muslims. <laughs> That's me not being able to read. <laughs> I apologize for that one. And if you've been listening this far, I, thank you. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, museums, museums. Apparently, I put an L and an I in there. <clears throat> Mausoleums, muse- <laughs> mausoleums, <laughs> museums full of history. Like, <laughs> there's no comma in there, there either. It's museums full of history. Like, <laughs> it's a statement. Wow. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Yes. Thank. Thank you. I had no idea what museums were. It, it, yeah, I don't think you have many museums about the future. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking of Night at the Museum. Well, no, like, holy shit. You have all the Smithsonian's. You have, like, what in the, the world? Like, come on. Like, and obviously, most of these, like, that's not what they intended, but it's how it comes across. Like, you're just right. reading the headline, and you're like, you kind well, of lose it, faith in humanity. It, well, it was two people that wrote that article. In in the picture, it, it shows two people um, in the picture that says, our post. Our past Oh, past. Gosh, I can't read. I can't read right now. You need a bigger screen, I've been bro. crying. <laughs> and <laughs> to finish out the night, goat accused of robbery. Well, you can't say it, goat accused of robbery. Or you have to say or it as goat, goat accused, accused of robbery. Of robbery. <laughs> yeah, there's <Yeah>. no comma. <laughs> like... I'm going to read this just to get some. uh, Yeah. So police in Nigeria are are holding a goat on suspicion of attempted armed robbery. Armed with horns? 
I don't know. Vigilante seized the black and white goat. Okay. Saying it was an armed robber who had used black magic to transform himself into an animal to escape after trying to steal a Mazda 323. <laughs> he has hooves. Now, if How you're going to steal, steal a car, probably not going to be a Mazda 323. Well, Mazda 323, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say a Mazda, because I don't know what a Mazda 323 is, but it, it could well be... I believe be it was a, a coupe. But, was it a coupe? Was, but was no, it that might have been the four door. was a manual? It was automatic. I think I know which one it is. But you're it, like if you have black magic, think about this, right? Like you have the ability to change yourself into a goat. Why the fuck wouldn't you try and steal an expensive car? And why would you transform yourself into a fucking goat? They aren't the fastest animal. Like turn yourself into a cheetah or a chameleon. That climbs up the wall of wherever they're hanging out. I'm just imagining this at like a at a a um movie theater Mm -hmm. and they're like people walk out and they're like oh my god there's a goat there i swear (laughs) to god i saw him trying to break into my car like what 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 what? black magic to turn themselves into a goat keep going though because it gets better okay so a spokesman for the police in eastern state of quarry quara yeah quara uh so this must be like this is in nigeria so the goat is in our custody. <laughs> that was the part that I was dying. Vigilante saw some hoodlums attempting to rob a car. One escaped while the other turned into a goat. So are they saying that they call goats, like like goat is a different term? I have no fucking clue, but it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> I do like uh, uh, Best Life's uh, thing on it, though. They say the worst part is. The goat was on parole. (laughs) (sighs) Like, holy shit. (laughs) I gotta say, this this place did a great job of um, picking 25 just ludicrous fucking headlines. Yeah. It made for a very entertaining night. I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as we have. But if uh, if you are interested in finding that article message us we'll send it to you um again reach out to us we love to hear from you guys um if you do feel giving and you want to support us mentioned the ways earlier um you can definitely check check out our website and purchase some apparel or hats or whatnot or you can give us five stars on uh, apple podcast and leave us a review that helps us more than you think like it helps us to move up the charts it helps us to get more noticed um it gives us it makes it seem like we're good whether or not we are or not again give us five stars talk shit about us in the comments most people aren't going to read it maybe they will i don't know who knows but hopefully you guys do enjoy us we uh we do our best to put out good content and uh yeah Devo, do you have anything else to say you know, what I have to say is uh, keep it neat, friends. Woo! Have a good one.